Looks like everything's working. Yeah, I'm gonna last. Hmm, getting a weird echo, but doesn't want two devices. Sorry, one sec. Okay, echo gone now. Echo was gone. Now you sound clear. All right, let's see if I can get her to middle on stage. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We're still working out some of the details and getting everything set up with this super fabulous Twitter Space system uh, that has no bugs and everyone loves. Oh, there we go. Hey, yep, that's their fault for giving me access to the official account. But yes, um, I think this is the uh, the official. The uh, this is the new logo. This is the official look now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> for sale starting tomorrow. Don't worry. Yeah, no, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Just getting this announcement out on all of our channels. Thanks for being with us today for a special episode of Secret Spaces. Much earlier than our usual episodes. This is 9 a.m. on the East Coast, so just starting my day. So good morning to whoever's over here as well. <laughs> Don't know where uh, you're at, Houdini. Yeah, I'm East Coast, so I'm almost awake, maybe in an hour or so. Yep, I'm about to have some coffee right now. All right, well, let's go ahead and kick this thing off which I'm going to mostly leave to you two. <laughs> we'll take it away. I don't know how you guys normally start these things, so by all means. This one's a little bit of an untraditional one, but I can start it off if you want me to. Let's see. All right. Welcome to Secret Spaces. This is a special Wednesday edition. Secret Spaces is a Twitter space featuring news from around the secret ecosystem, as well as some of our partner partners. So the Houdini Swap is with us today, and they are not building on Secret per se, but they do have an API that integrates with Secret. And we make use of this in our dashboard. If you're not familiar with that, definitely check out dashboard.scrt.network or just go to our main website, scrt.network, and you'll easily find some links to it. The dashboard is kind of like our hub for all important things on-chain for Secret Network. So you can do your staking, your bridging, your IBC transfers. You can go to all the popular dApps and swaps and on-ramps, off-ramps. And Houdini Swap is one of our um, swap options that allows you to swap tokens into Secret Network through Houdini Swap's private API. So it's like a way of bridging tokens into Secret privately, which is very cool. And we have them here today to talk about some changes that are uh, being made to their platform their token as well as to um, i guess their branding and maybe some some more than that even so i will let houdini swap and Erdeman take it away from there 
Awesome. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the intro and thanks for the invite. We're real excited to do this. Um, I've been doing Twitter Spaces nonstop for the past week, but I'm really excited to do this one because you know we're on the same team. Like uh, privacy is our main focus. Privacy is your main focus. So um, real excited to talk to this community and just you know jam out with the people to get what we're doing. So thanks again. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. Um, it it has been quite a week. It's exhausting. I'm ready for a nap. But so <laughs> so yeah, we have Houdini Swap, and you guys were one of the first partners that we signed up. You were one of the first projects that said we get it. We like what you're doing, um, and we want to be involved. So again, appreciate that. Love you guys for it. Um, what our swap does, it allows you to move between blockchains. It allows you to move between wallets and retain your privacy. So no connection between the sending and the receiving wallet um, is retained. Uh, looking on block scanners, looking on Etherscan isn't going to help you follow these transactions. So that's our main use case. Um, and on Houdini Swap, we're doing a million, 1.2, 1.5 million dollars a day in swaps. So the market has said, yes, we want this privacy. We we deserve our privacy when we're on chain and we're going to use it and we're going to embrace this protocol that gives that to us in a legal, safe way. Um, and then we, so we were having this runaway growth and success with Houdini swap. But for me, especially trying to get our API and get on sales calls with web two businesses and serious web three businesses and large brands, when I contacted them as Houdini Swap, they were like, uh, we're super not interested in a magic themed. I don't know what this is. I'm, I don't care. So the rebrand and X block is our business to business arm. It's a little more professional. It's a little more dressed up. Um, and it's easier for me to get on sales calls with people that don't know us and don't know how amazing the product is as X block. So that's kind of that's kind of why there's two brands. Houdini Swap is our retail, everyday crypto user, and then XBlock is business to business. Um, and so we had both of these things going, everything's going great. And we noticed this weird disconnect where, you know, we have 60,000 users, I, I guess we estimate because it's private, we don't exactly know. Uh, we have a lot of users using the swap and we only had something like a thousand token holders. So we realized that the token uh, wasn't matching up to the economy and then you know they weren't working together in a way they were supposed to so we have big plans we have big dreams we relaunched our token everyone that had our old token got a new one as an airdrop it's been it's been a lot a lot of work our new staking system uses the revenue from the swap to pay yield for anyone that's staking our token so it's a real yield system based on the volume that the swap's doing so the people that are in and the people that have staked in the last five or six days since the token has been live are excited about the current volume we're doing and expecting us to grow and expecting their yield to grow with them. So that's, that's kind of why we did it. Um, it's a better alignment of the token and the ecosystem. It's a way for us to be able to give back to the community in a real yield, non-Ponzi, crypto scammy kind of method that you see in a lot of other projects. Um, and it, it just goes with our long-term planning. We, we want to be infrastructure for the blockchain space. 
We want to be this tool that every chain and every project is using to give their give their people the option for privacy when you're moving around. Um, so that's in a nutshell, like who we are, what we're doing, and why we have literally killed the team for the past month or two, building and migrating and answering the same questions over and over again. And, you know, not to pat myself on the back, but the migration went pretty good. Uh, we we pulled it off, it looks like. So, <laughs> so exciting stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the the privacy part of our system um, is using Monero, an on-chain Monero transaction, to break any possibility of someone, you know, following that transaction. And the way we do that, we don't require the users to interact with the Monero blockchain at all because that makes some people nervous. Um, so we have a network of centralized exchange partners. And you say, I have, for instance, I have Bitcoin and I want to get secret, right? I want to get off Bitcoin. I'm moving over to the Cosmos system. Great. Um, we would say, okay, how much Bitcoin do you want to send? Here's how much secret you'll get at the end. If you agree with that price quote, then send your Bitcoin to this address. And that address is an address on the first centralized exchange. Whoever had the best price at the time, we, we make them compete against each other because it's fun and it gets you guys the best price. Um, so then you send your Bitcoin to that address. That centralized exchange swaps the Bitcoin for Monero. They then send Monero to a second Monero address doing the on-chain transaction. Um, that address is it our second exchange partner who then swaps into your output token into secret and sends it to whatever wallet you designated at the beginning of the transaction. So maybe that's yours, maybe that's a new wallet, maybe that's someone you're paying. We don't know, we don't care. Um, and that's how our system utilizes the privacy of Monero, but insulates the user from having to jump across blockchains, having to understand, you know, what am I doing? What chain am I connecting to? Is this safe? Does my wallet connect here? I don't know, right? So we, we protect you from all of that. And we make it just very easy to jump across blockchains, to jump in and out of tokens, to send, to receive, and to keep privacy while doing it. Um, so yeah, as you mentioned yesterday, those cowards at Binance uh, kind of, <laughs> they torpedoed the price of Monero and by saying that they were going to delist it. Um, and so for us, because we have a network of exchanges that we can plug and play, um, that's not going to impact our system at all. Um, because we have so many other people that we can use for these Monero swaps. What it did impact is it tanked the price of Monero. I mean, that chart, that chart looked like a rug. It was brutal. So for about an hour or two, the price quotes our system was giving versus the output, because that on-chain Monero transaction, sometimes it was taken five minutes, sometimes it was taken 10. There was a lot of people panicking and moving their Monero or selling their Monero. So we were giving bad price quotes because the price was falling too fast for uh, you know the system to keep up with the quote versus the output. So it wasn't a problem with the system, like it didn't break it, but it was leading to an unsatisfactory swap experience for our users because they weren't getting what we promised them when they agreed to the swap. So until the price stabilized, we turned off this, we turned off the Monero bridge and you could only do a semi-private swap, we call it, which doesn't have nearly the, I mean, 
a Monero on-chain transaction, like you're not, that, from a privacy standpoint, that's, you know, unpenetratable, but our semi-private swaps that just use the natural mixing of these centralized exchange hot wallets to anonymize you and it becomes very hard to track, but not impossible. So until that price stabilized, we just turned off the, um, the private swapping of it. And now it's back um, because the Monero price has stopped its free fall. And then we get the FUD all the time of like, well, if Monero gets banned around the world, your project is done for, right? And we say, no, we have a series of other private coins that we could swap into instead of Monero. We have ZK chains we could use. All of that's built and ready. Um, but we choose to continue using Monero because we think it's, it's our, our best option to give the most privacy possible. So if we're forced to, we can make a change, but we see no reason to currently. Right. <laughs> right. So it's a, it's, a, it's a fine line, right? We, can, we could give everything completely private, keep our hands completely off of it, and have no way to interact with these transactions. And then when something does go wrong, the user was quoted by saying, I'm going to send 0.1 Bitcoin. And instead they sent 0.01 Bitcoins, right? Like there's a lot of user error because people just aren't paying attention. So anytime that happens, anytime the price quote versus the output deviates too strongly from what we feel like is acceptable. And it doesn't take much for us to be like, uh, -uh this is unacceptable. We need to give the user a warning. We make sure the transaction gets stuck. So then, then you have to talk to our customer support team. So it looks like a bot. People treat it like a bot. But actually, we have a 24 7 um, team that's just waiting to help people with their transactions because it's scary. Like, I remember the first time I used a bridge and I was like, all right, it's supposed to take three hours. Is my stuff just gone? Did I just send? five thousand dollars in eth into the void i have no idea and there was no way to get an answer until it reappeared on the other side of the bridge and it was very nerve-wracking um so we have chosen to there's a way for you as a user as a sender to get an id on your transaction and then when you reach out to our customer support team and give them that id and prove that it's your transaction they can then unlock the transaction look at it and say like, okay, it went to this exchange first um, and this is where it's stuck or it moved through Monero already and now it's at exchange two and this is where it's stuck. And then we can reach out to the exchange directly because they're our partner. So we have like the, the inside route to their team and say like, all right, this change, that change, the customer wants to reject this because of the price changed too much or the customer sent the wrong amount go ahead with the swap and send them the new amount based on this quote, right? So there's the, the hand-holding and the, uh, just the help like, that you wouldn't get from just interacting with a smart contract. Um, and then, you know, I've done it where I send a Houdini swap transaction, I hit send, I go do something else, and then I come back and check my computer four hours later because I got distracted. And this happened to me where the transaction was stuck and I was like, ah, crap, it's been four hours. Well our team can look back up to 48 hours and then we delete everything. So even if you can prove it's you at hour 49, we no longer have the ability to look up that transaction. We can no longer help you. You waited two days, you're screwed. Sorry, bud. You know, so we've chosen to do 
the lesser path to the full private and full anonymity because so many people do need the help. And I know that that's turned off some of the very, very serious privacy-focused people um, because any sort of ability for someone else to look at their transaction is unacceptable. And to them, I would say, well, great. Then set up a bunch of centralized exchange accounts, do your on-chain Monero transaction yourself, and recreate our system, you know, manually. You have the ability to do everything we're doing as a as a user. We're just making it easier. So if the fact that the customer support team could help you when you screw up is unacceptable to you, then, then don't use our system. It's not for you. Sorry. And when you get right down to it, a lot of them just don't understand how it works anyway. Right? They're just they're they're just fully putting their trust in to a website when they click the button. Luckily, if they're on our website, they're getting a very good, stable product. But, you know, a lot of times they're like, I did this or I did that. And you say, well, no, you couldn't have possibly done that. That's impossible. You can't do that with a blockchain. So I don't know. What are you actually trying to tell me? You know what I mean? It's just the user, <laughs> the user education for a lot of people when they do have a problem or when they get stuck and you dig into it and you're like, well, that doesn't. What you're saying doesn't make sense. It's impossible. So we need to really try to figure out what you're trying to tell me. Ah, frustrating sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And one of the strengths of uh, the way our system is designed, it makes it very easy for us to add new chains, um, where as long as we have liquidity with enough of our exchange partners to have redundancy, it's easy for us to turn on something new or something that just launched. I think when Pulse Chain launched, we had it live at hour two, right? So people that were chasing the narrative and needed to find a way in, especially with a new chain, you don't, am I on the, the real bridge? Am I on a fake website? Is the real bridge going to break because it's only been used by eight developers so far and not 10,000 people at once versus our system? As long as we have liquidity and we have redundancy, you know, even if a the main bridge goes down, our system is still live and safe. Um, so it's just, it is. We we originally started with privacy, but we found that people were using us as a bridge alternative because it just felt safer and it was more accessible. So I love hearing that you guys are really locked into that use case because you have your own privacy solution. You don't really need us for that. Um, but you, you know, you can use us to get access to, like we just added ton um, and we added Polkadot ourselves in the past couple of weeks. So we're just spreading across crypto as we can. Yeah. So we, um, it's really, it's a cool system. I, I found it like they didn't hire me and then I learned about it. I, I learned about it when it launched and then I kept bothering the team until they hired me. So I would shut up. Um, and <laughs> just because it's such a cool, it's such a cool platform. Our, our revenue stream and the way we get paid we send all this money to the exchanges. So we're going to send, you know, a little over a million dollars, million and a half dollars today. And each one of those transactions hits two exchanges and they all have referral systems in place. So we're just vacuuming up the referral money that we would get anyway for sending that volume through. So we don't add any fee to these transactions. We don't charge, um, we don't charge for our API usage. We don't charge for our swap widget. We give it away to anyone that wants it, to anyone that is doing cool things like you guys. And then the more transactions that flow through, the more revenue comes back to the project. 
And then we take 90% of that revenue and we buy back our token with it. And that is what pays our staking rewards. So it's every week we're getting, so right now it's around 35,000 to $40,000 a week in, in revenue. And that becomes the weekly rewards and the weekly APY for our staked users. Uh, before this migration, before this big, crazy week that we just had, we were just buying back in the same way and building up this massive wallet. And we were going to do something cool with it. We never really decided what to do with it. And then the wallet got a little too big to do anything with. It's, it's like 8% of the total supply now. So we're going to do what any good crypto project does, and we're going to burn it. Hey, hey, baby, you're not on this call. Shush. Sorry about the, the goo-goos in the background, everybody. <laughs> Much better than my voice. I know. I got it. Um, yeah, so it's, our, revenue is, our revenue isn't derived from the users at all. It's, just this, um, it's really a painless way for us to fund the project and for us to reward our token holders and our stakers. Um, so, yeah, we couldn't, be, we couldn't be more excited to see how it's going to play out. Um, there's a lot of excitement in our community about the yield and about just as the project grows and the amount of transactions grow, that yield is going to keep going up. And we've been growing 20% week over week for months now. So the sky's the limit. People want their privacy. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you don't follow it? Get out of here. Come on. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. And sure. Sure, you're. So um, one of the cool things we did with this new token is we launched it on layer zero. Um, so it's going to be able to, the token's going to be able to be on a bunch of different blockchains. Not Right now, it's just on the Ethereum blockchain because we wanted to launch with concentrated liquidity and kind of protect the price and protect our holders, you know, and make sure it was a good launch. But as we... Like now that we've made it through this and we're building our next big, big secret thing that we're going to start talking about soon, um, our token being on multiple blockchains and being able to not just be for our project and for our holders and a source of yield, but it's also going to be able to act as this very interesting liquidity layer across multiple blockchains that would interact with our system. Um, so we're going to be able to find even cheaper routes to bounce between blockchains by leveraging our own token if it's on that chain already and swapping through, you know, swapping through our own ecosystem. Um, so we have these really big DeFi plans where we're, we're not just going to be focused on privacy um, and a bridge alternative, but we're going to really start taking the fight to the rest of the DeFi market and taking big chunks and market share out of what some other people have built already. So that's what's coming next. Um, and you know, every time we every time we release a new project or a new product and get new users in with that, it always drives back to our original goal, which is privacy. And the more people in blockchain thinking about privacy, using privacy, keeping their wallets safe, I think just the safer and the stronger the whole system is going to be. So Projects like yours, project like ours, just cramming privacy in people's face, whether they want to think about it or not, and how important it is. I think it's a win for everybody. <laughs> I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked if, it, if, if that was in our, in our long-term roadmap. We have, like I said, we plan to be in a lot of places, doing a lot of things and doing it and doing it privately. <laughs> Absolutely. And hey, thank you. Like you are in our Telegram. And when sometimes people come in with the really aggressive privacy stances and the FUD and, and they're just being jerks, it's nice to have you shut them down. I really appreciate that. Like you just cut the knees out from some of these people and show them that they don't know what they're talking about. And I get to sit back at my laptop and laugh and laugh. And so, yeah, I don't think I've ever thanked you, but thank you publicly for that because it's great. <laughs> Absolutely. Not, not, much appreciated. And I, I know the mods appreciate it too, because that's one less conversation they have to weigh in on then. They're like, oh, nope. He shut him down. He got it. Slam dunk. <laughs> yep. I can wrap this up for you guys. Uh, thanks for being with us. Who do you need swap? <clears throat> so for people who are not familiar with your community, what's the best way to get involved? Um, I mean, the best way is just go to HoudiniSwap.com and check out what the swap can do. Think about your privacy. <laughs> Think about all the nonsense that the wallet you use has been exposed to. And maybe think about setting up a clean one. I don't know. It might be good. If you really like what we're doing, the link for our Telegram and our Twitter is on there. And every week we do our weekly call, Magic Monday, where we talk about what we've done, what's coming next, how much volume we just did that previous week, how fast we're growing, all that good stuff. Um, and our, our founder does that. And he has a much more soothing, calm voice than me. He's much more energetic. So those are, those are fun to listen to, not the grueling thing you just sat there with me. We should get them on a space together. Might be really confusing. Freaky Friday space. I like it. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks everybody for joining. And we'll see you next Tuesday at our usual secret space of time. 8 p.m. UTC. Until Thanks then, for everybody. Having me. Have a good rate. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends, dragging out the max amount of pain. Red down days, got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knotters And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds, fond doing the morning Forming mycological Bonds. Click the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic just to get a better a place smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps clowns white knight and all these maybelines they call it implausible 
when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats tearing apart your community all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity got a planet in reach coming standard to each i'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east y'all better sign a release when i'm bumping these beats hands up if i got motherfuckers drumming the streets yo we got a few dubs we got a couple defeats and if you're coming for the king you better have some of each motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and blunder the earth sit and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tim Spaces.